This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast, and I am excited to be here. You don't know this, but I'm going to tell you this is the second time I'm recording this episode because I did not click the correct uh, box on my recording app. And so it was not recording through the microphone. It was just recording through my computer speakers. And it was horrible when I played back the recording. There were empty spots where you could just hear like murmur, 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 weird stuff in the background, which was not very interesting at all. And you would not have caught my train of thought this is take two. Yay for us. This time, though, I do have on my correct microphone. Today, we're going to be talking about our interior disposition, our attitude inside of us as we go through our daily life. And that really is the question of the day of this episode. What is going on in your soul as you go about your daily life? Now, before I get too much into that topic, I want to start with God's Word. In particular, I was reading from the Gospel of Matthew, it's chapter 6, and it is the chapter where he, uh, Jesus is talking to the crowds, and he is teaching them what they're supposed to do, how are they supposed to live and act and behave and so forth. And so he starts off with almsgiving and prayer, fasting, treasure, and so forth. When you have time, go ahead as always, you know go back and read the whole chapter. It's where the Lord's Prayer is. One of the things that he talks about here is, why are you doing the things you're doing? For example, we'll just start with what Jesus starts with, giving alms, prayer, fasting. Why are you doing those things? And how are you doing those things? Are you doing those things so people see and know that you're doing them? Okay, all right, everybody, you know, do you put out a big sign out when you've given donations? Do you make sure that your name is up there on the uh, the wall? Is that why you do it? So people see that? Do you make sure you pray in a certain spot every week because you want people to know that's where you are and that you're not missing mass or confession? Or are you doing it because God is calling you to doing it? In this passage, there's a phrase that Jesus says repeatedly, when you do all of those things, do them in secret. So not calling attention to yourself, right? And then Jesus goes on to say, because your father who sees in secret will reward you. So it's not important that you get recognized for what you are doing that is part of the normal usual, typical experience of a person in your situation. And I think that is where we can look at what is our disposition? What is going on in our daily life? And what, how are we behaving? Like what's stirring in us? And how are we behaving when we're going about our daily life? I mean, let's face it, most people's daily life and mine included is pretty much humdrum. It's typical. Every day you tend to do very similar things. You interact with probably the same people most of the time. 
And you do the same kind of repetitive chores that need to be done in life, right? Cook, you clean, you do go grocery shopping, you have to do laundry, you have to mow the lawn. All of those things are just very repetitive. Depending on your family situation, it could be that, you know, I could actually say sometimes to my husband, I don't really feel like cooking and we'll go out or we'll just, you know, maybe make some eggs, right? He's okay with that. Sometimes you're not in those situations where you can't let things go. You can't let these things slide. You have to do the laundry because if you don't, the baby won't have clean diapers or somebody might not have clothes to wear to work or school, okay? So things have to get done. And they're kind of dull and not very interesting. So you say to yourself, why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. This is such a pain. I hate it. I hate it. It's annoying. It's, it's boring. I'm better than this. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Well, maybe it is what you're supposed to be doing with your life. And maybe what we need to consider is instead of looking at our daily life as a burden and as a chore, that we look at it as a gift and that we have gratitude, that we get to live a life where we are able to care for ourselves and for those we love and for the people that we interact with because that's what God has given to us. So you can say to yourself, well, yeah, I want to do these things. I want to live my life for God. But nobody seems to appreciate it. Nobody's thankful. Nobody's even nice. People aren't polite. Nobody notices. And that can happen. That certainly can happen. We live in a time where small things are often overlooked, sometimes maybe even made fun of. Big things, just oftentimes people take them for granted is that they're due for other people to do these things for them. So it can be that sense that we are on this world, on this earth working, and no one cares that we're doing anything. We know that God cares. We know, indeed, that God cares so much that he gave us his son, Jesus, And in giving us Jesus, and in Jesus dying for us, we learn how it is that we are to go about in our daily life, loving and serving others. And it is with an interior disposition that says, I am here because of a gift of God, and I'm going to respond to his gift with gratitude. I'm going to honor the people and situations he has put in my life, by loving them as he has loved me. That's a lot. That, that's a big, tall order, not going to lie. And I fail at it regularly. I'm human. We are all human. We want to see the good. We want to do the right things. We want to love others unconditionally. And then people hurt us. Or they don't live up to our expectations. Or they're not grateful enough. Or they don't see us. So then we have to go back to that question. Are we living our life as God wants us to and for God? Or is it for something else? If I am living my life waiting for someone to say, wow, Diana, you are the most fabulous person in the whole world. And I think that you should have a prime time show on television. I don't even know if they even do those anymore because I don't even watch regular TV. We occasionally watch shows on Netflix, but nonetheless, 
whatever the most famous thing someone could offer me right now, if they could do that. Some fabulous thing where Deanna Bartolini would become a household name. Really? Like, who cares? What do I want? I want to know at the end of the day that the people God wants me to love and serve, that I have loved and served them well, to the best of my limited human capability. Do we love the people in our life well? Is that my interior disposition? Not what can I get out of the world? What can I get out of people? How can I circumvent the rules? Whatever it is, what's the shortcut? No. How can I show up every day ready to live my life for God and for those he has given me? It does not mean becoming a doormat. It does not mean allowing people to abuse or take advantage of you. Not at all. Look at Jesus. Would you ever say that Jesus allowed people to take advantage or that he was a doormat? He was not. It is very clear that Jesus willingly gave his life for us. In that giving of his life for us, he was horribly abused. That was his passion. And in his death, he suffered greatly as in his passion, he suffered greatly. But in his resurrection, there is new life. And that is the new life that he wants us to have and to share with other people. And so that's the challenge then of our day-to-day humdrum life. How do we turn our thinking? And it doesn't mean our thinking is like this all the time. But when we have those moments or those difficult people or situations, how do we shift our thinking in those times from burdensome, annoyance to gift and gratitude from God. And out of that gratitude comes an outpouring of love and service to those in need. Because those nasty, rude people, they need something. I don't know what it is they need because they're not in front of me. Oftentimes they need someone to listen to them. Maybe they need someone to care. Maybe they need someone to help them shift their focus. Whatever it is, you may be that person at that moment. If you shift your thought, your interior interior disposition from saying, this person is a burden, this situation is a burden, to approaching it with gratitude and turning to God and asking him how you can make the situation better, how you can love the person differently in a way that is helpful. You probably guessed is going to be our challenge for this week. When you find things are extremely burdensome, thankless, flip, flip the thought to saying, Lord, you've given me this life. How do I interact? How do I be in this situation in a way that will serve and love you and know that I am helping the situation and bringing your grace to it? Ask him, ask him for the grace to turn the situation away from burden to gratitude and see what happens. I hope it's something wonderful. I'm pretty sure I feel like it's going to be something. I know it's going to be something wonderful. I hope you all have a wonderful week. God bless you and do your best to live not lukewarm. If you are interested in learning how to pray with scripture, I invite you to sign up for the Live Not Lukewarm newsletter, and I will drop the link to that in the show notes. And when you do that, you will receive a four-part video series of how to pray with scripture. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm podcast. 
a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.